Tag Box Talk, and this is Horse Stories with a Purpose. Who are we? We are equine educators, but we are owners. We are judges. We are competitors. We are coaches. We are volunteers. We are moms. We are horse owners just like you, and we want to share our horse stories with a purpose. Extension Horses Tack Box Talk Series, Horse Stories with a Purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Heine with Oklahoma State University. And we have Carissa Wickens back with us from the University of Florida. And she's here to address a listener question um, asking about ivermectin residue in horse manure. So welcome back to the program, Carissa. Thank you very much, Chris. It's great to be back. And this is an excellent question. So appreciate the opportunity to, to help with a, a response. So what's, what may owners actually be worried about with um, ivermectin passing through the horse and getting into the manure? So one of the questions that does come up is, you know, as we deworm our horses, as we have parasite control strategies with, with our horses at our, our, you know, at our property, at our site, um, you know, yes, we're, we're, we're giving the horse, we're administering this product. And of course we know what goes in comes out the other end. And so, you know, we, we do get a little concerned in terms of, you know, overall environmental impact and, and ecology, particularly with some of our beneficial insects, um, and, and organisms in the soil, we have to be a little careful and considerate of, you know, these residues and, and what that means from an environmental side. So, we do know that if we dose horses with ivermectin, um, that has been found, that chemical uh, has been found to persist in their manure for 45 days or more following deworming. Um, we actually see peak concentrations of, of ivermectin about two days following the deworming. Um, so, you know, one of the things we've discussed in terms of manure management is composting. And some of the benefits of composting and, you know, reducing ivermectin residues in horse manure before we just stockpile it or land apply it somewhere. The composting process can be very helpful in breaking down and, and helping to minimize that residue. Um, so there actually, there's a little bit of work uh, conducted by Cornell University back in kind of the, the mid, mid 2000s, um, 2011, you know, 2012, um, looking at this very question. So they actually dosed horses with ivermectin and then followed the, the breakdown or the decay of the ivermectin in the poop and, and actually studied kind of what that process looks like when you're actively heating piles. Um, so when we say actively heating, composting at temperatures around 130 to 150 degrees Fahrenheit. And so, yes, if, if you're heating your piles, you're putting these, these composting piles through that thermophilic process, the ivermectin is breaking down. Um, they actually saw in their study that the ivermectin concentration decreases almost entirely within the first 24 hour, or sorry, sorry, not hours, 24 days of, that would be really fast, <laughs> yeah. 24 days, 24 days of composting by subjecting that manure and bedding material to that thermophilic heating phase. Um, one of the things that, that again, this is a good, good thing is then if you wanna land apply that, you wanna use that as a soil amendment and put it back out on your pasture, you're gonna mitigate issues with, you know, causing problems for our very beneficial, um, good little friends out there, our dung beetles and earthworms and, and those yeah. kinds of- And we want those because they actually do contribute yeah. to soil health, correct? 
Yes. Yes. Um, so one of the other things I think that's very helpful from a management standpoint, though, is, you know, certainly we talk to horse owners, our veterinarians are working with with our horse owners and our equine community about the targeted deworming approach. So when we are using anthelmintic, you know, deworming products, we're not willy nilly kind of doing that anymore. We're, we're not just frequently dosing, you know, every three months, every horse on the facility receives a deworming medication. We're targeting that based on fecal egg count results. And so what that helps is then we are, we are targeting the animals that are the high shedders. It reduces our use and, and reliance on some of these, um, well, ivermectin as well, but some of these deworming products. And so the benefit there is that is reducing the overall frequency of deworming, which then I think certainly has some benefits potential to, to less likely affect those helpful organisms in, in our environment. Yeah. So we're really talking about whole system approaches and, you know, we, we think about, okay, it's safe for the horse, but the horse is a different organism than, than what that ivermectin may be um, putting into the environment and maximizing the health of the environment. Yes. Yeah. And I certainly, I wanted to throw this one out here too, because not everybody's aware um, of this piece with ivermectin. But a lot of farms, horse farms, have dogs on them. Um, so it's pretty common that horses and dogs go together. And in a lot of our herding breeds, um, so our border collies, Australian shepherds, et cetera, have a, uh, they can have a genetic mutation to essentially, it's called the MDR1 gene. And these dogs are actually more sensitive to ivermectin. And so while a dog that's not affected could eat horse manure that just came out of a our, our peak two days later from horses that were dewormed, um, if you own one of these dogs and they have this genetic risk factor, um, it can be fatal to them. So uh, wow, certainly, yes, yeah, I yeah, want people to be aware of that uh, because it may have some big ramifications for or your dog friends that are at the horse farm. Yes, that that's really good to know, Chris. And I think that's, you know, we, we talked with, with Janet on our last podcast about manure management strategies on, on farm. You know, that's where, again, from an aesthetics, you know, being, being good stewards of your land, being good stewards of your neighbors, but certainly for, for companion animals, then, you know, that's another reason to be pretty, pretty good about trying to keep a clean facility, um, you know, picking up, at least if you can't do it every day, at least maybe every, every couple days, a couple times a week, picking manure piles out of your paddocks, um, making sure that you are keeping stalls clean and then storing it appropriately so that, yeah, your, your dogs aren't getting into that. That's, that's a good point. Very good. Always good stuff that we learn here on the cast. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming back uh, to address, I think, actually a really, really important question uh, for our horse owners. So um, the more that we can get this information out there, that we can create better environments for horses, humans, and every other little critter that's on the farm. Yes. Thank you again, Chris. All right. So that has been our update on our Tech Box Talk, Four Stories with a Purpose.